Welcome to episode 160 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's Word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to take a look at Psalm 130. Let's dive in. Recently, I've been meditating upon Psalm 130, and it really is just a rich psalm unto the Lord. It's one of the psalms of ascent, meaning this is one of the songs that they would be singing or they would be quoting as they walked up to Jerusalem for one of the festivals. Well, in this psalm, there's a lot of great nuggets, but I just want to give you a couple of verses that have really stood out to me. There's just eight verses, but this is what Psalm 130 says. It's a song of ascent. From the depths I call on you. O Lord, O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the sound of my supplications. If you, O Lord, should keep track of my iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? For there is forgiveness with you, that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord with bated breath, I wait. I long for his word. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning, more than watchmen for for the morning. Let Israel wait for the Lord, for mercy is found with the Lord. With him is great redemption. He shall redeem Israel from all their iniquities. What an incredible song. Again, the psalmist is saying, I love this concept in verse three and four. Oh Lord, if you were to keep track of my sins and my iniquity, well, who on earth could stand? But his conclusion is beautiful. In verse 4, it says, For there is forgiveness with you, so that you may be feared. Do you realize that despite the amount of sin, despite the amount of transgressions and iniquity in your life, there is forgiveness in the Lord? And he actually doesn't want to just merely redeem and forgive the junk. He actually wants to save you from the junk. But look at what verse 5 and 6 say. I love verse five. It says, I wait for the Lord with bated breath. I wait. I long for his word. My soul waits for the Lord more than a watchman for the morning. Again, he's hearkening back to this idea that here's this watchman upon the wall. And of course, he's probably drowsy. You know, he's on the last watch and he's just desperate for the morning to arrive. Well, why? Well, for a couple of reasons. One, (laughs) that's probably when he gets to sleep, right? He's been up all night. So when the morning breaks, that's finally his time to retire and go to bed. But there's also this idea that in the morning, as the the sunlight is coming up in the morning, you're actually able to be more attentive and actually can see the landscape to see if there's any enemies approaching. And so here's a psalmist and he says, ah, I long for the Lord. It's like, I just have this anticipation for the Lord. I'm just craving, just like the watchman longs for the morning, my soul waits for the Lord. In fact, I I wait for the Lord with bated breath and I long for his word. I want to come back to that in just one second. In verse seven, again, it says, let Israel wait. Or another way to say that is, let Israel hope in the Lord. For mercy is found with the Lord. With him is great redemption. Do you realize that with God is the place of, of mercy. It, it is only with the Lord that we find true mercy. 
back in the podcast on episode 136, I, I talked about this idea of hesed. It's the Hebrew word where we often translate mercy or loving kindness. And it's an incredible passage or an incredible word, this concept of hesed. And it's actually here in our passage. For hesed is found with the Lord. And that word hesed, again, it's found about 250 times in scripture. And it's translated in a variety of ways. There's actually a ton of different translations because the word is just so encapsulating a whole bunch of different thoughts. But the word or the idea of hesed, my favorite definition is from the one whom I should expect nothing from gives me everything. And if you think about what the psalmist is saying here, he says, let Israel wait or put their hope in the Lord for hesed is found with the Lord. See, the place of mercy, the place of steadfast love, the place of covenant loyalty, the place of faithfulness is God himself. And if if I look and I seek after and I search for the Lord, guess what I find? I find mercy. And with him is great redemption. One other translation says abundant redemption. Uh, uh, redemption. Another one says that his redemption overflows Do you realize that with our God is great mercy, kindness, grace, goodness, and great abundant redemption that in him is all that we need. And I quote this verse all the time on the podcast, but 2 Peter 1.3 is this powerful reminder that in Jesus is all things that we need for life and for godliness, that we actually need nothing outside of Jesus that he is the fullness of life and therefore he is all that we need. So listen to again to Psalm 130 verse 7. Let Israel wait and hope in the Lord for mercy or steadfast love is found with the Lord. With him is abundant redemption. That with our God is redemption without measure. It is truly abundant. It's a great picture of Jesus Christ. Well, go back to verse five. I want to just look at this again. The psalmist says, I wait for the Lord with bated breath. I wait. I long for his word. It reminds me a lot of Psalm 42 verse one. Psalm 42 says, as the deer pants for the water brooks, soul, so my soul pants after you, my God, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Have you ever experienced that? Do you have a craving, a passion, a thirst, a hunger for our God that just, even when he quenches it, it's like there's more to be had. It's like that great passage in the Beatitudes where Jesus says that we are to hunger and thirst after righteousness and we will be filled. There's this marvelous reality that he himself is our righteousness. So when I hunger and thirst after him, he satisfies, he fills me, he he, he fills me to the capacity, and yet it expands who I am and expands my capacity, which causes me to hunger and thirst after him even more. One of my favorite quotes by Andrew Murray, Andrew Murray says, you ask me if I am satisfied in the Lord Jesus, and this is my paraphrase, but Andrew Murray says, and with every fiber of my being, I will say, yes, I am satisfied in the Lord Jesus Christ, but let us never hesitate to say, this is only the beginning. See, what Andrew Murray is getting to is that just like a deer pants for streams of water, just as a deer longs for that cool sip of the stream, so too our 
souls should be longing after our God. That it's not just, well, yeah, you know, I go down to the church on Sundays and I tip my hat to him and I'm doing really good. It's that my life just craves the living God. I just have to spend time with him. I wake up in the morning and think, oh God, I get to spend time with you today. And the last thought upon my mind at night is, oh God, thank you that I get to rest in your provision even while I sleep. See, do you hunger and thirst after the living God? Psalm 63 David is in the wilderness. And of course, if you understand what he's talking about, he's actually in this desert landscape of Israel and he's hiding from Saul. And most scholars tell us that he's likely in En Gedi. En Gedi is this great gorge that kind of goes from the Dead Sea kind of back into these mountainous uh, desert land. And it is so dry and it is so, it's rather depressing, <laughs> to be told, if you ever go there, except that there's this incredible beauty right in the middle of En Gedi. Right in the middle of Engedi, there's this one little waterfall. Well, actually, nowadays, there's actually two. But there's this rich waterfall that just gives enough water for survival. And that water was there during the time of David. So if you can imagine, he's, he's hiding from Saul and he's running around in the desert. And now that it's summertime, at least where I'm at here, it's amazing how it's like you go outside. And, and I, I know it's not like the middle of July and August yet. But, you know, we've had a few hot days. And so, you know, you're going outside and you're doing some yard work, you know, and after about 30 minutes, you're just dripping with sweat and you're just, you're craving a cool sip of ice water because you're just like, oh, I just, I'm so hot and my mouth is parched. Listen to what David says in light of all of that. He says, oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. In a dry and thirsty land with no water. He says, do, do you realize that I thirst, I hunger, I pursue my God like someone who is desperate for water in a dry and weary land? And I, and I love that imagery because he's really speaking it in a place of a desert. And there's only one water source in the area. And David says, just as I crave water in the middle of a desert, so my soul will thirst and long after the Lord of hosts, after my God. Do you have that same passion, that consumption, that same desire for Jesus? See, it's not that we just should, you know, go through the motions and go through the lip service of saying, well, yeah, I, I believe in Jesus. See, he wants us to search after him. He wants us to pursue him. He wants us to have this longing and a craving to go after him. So, so just as if you can imagine being in a desert and having this desperation for water, that is to be the same kind of desperation that you and I are to have with Jesus Christ every single day of the rest of our lives. See, there never should come a point where we go, you know what? I'm completely, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. I don't need any more of Jesus. And like Andrew Murray's quote, yes, we should say I'm satisfied in Jesus. But at the same time, we should never hesitate to say this is only the beginning. Can I encourage you as you move into these summer months, not to just to grow lighthearted, not to grow passive, not just to say, well, yeah, I'll, I'll pursue Jesus in the fall when things, you know, be, get back to more normal, you know, get back to more normal. See, this is the season to seek after the Lord. This is the season that we should be pursuing him. And if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, as the, as the summer months get hotter and hotter and hotter, would it be a reminder as you are sweating and as you're longing for a cup of cold water, will that be a reminder to you that that is how desperate you should be for Jesus 
every moment of every day for the rest of your life. Ah, oh, I, I want to go after Jesus like that. I want to pursue him like that with a desperation and a hunger and a passion for him. Well, know that that is my prayer as we head into these summer months. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Deeper Christian Podcast. For show notes of this episode, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 160 for episode 160. And just as a reminder, if you've enjoyed this podcast at all, could you do me a huge favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts? It only just takes a couple of moments, but it is a huge blessing as Apple uses those ratings and reviews to put the podcast in front of other people. So if you think that other people should be listening to the Deeper Christian Podcast, please leave a rating and review there over on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. And if you like a direct link, you can go to deeperchristian.com forward slash podcast, where you can see the links of all the different apps where the podcast is in, as well as a link directly to the Apple Podcast page where you can leave a rating and review. Now, next week, we're going to start a little mini-series on how to study the Bible. It is one of my all-time favorite topics, and I'm very excited to walk with you as we look at God's Word and how do we study the Word of God. Well, until then, know I am cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.